What's up? Welcome to the Mike Janela Show. I'm Mike. Uh, my sixth ever podcast episode hopefully won't be my last. Check out MikeJanela.com for info on me and on that opening music. All right, guys, last week it was 4th of July, so all my famous friends were out of town. You had to listen to me by myself for half an hour blabbering on. So this week I wanted to come strong, wanted to come correct, so I brought in a heavy hitter of a guest. You're going to love her. She's lovely. She's talented. She's got a hot IMDb photo. She's a performer at UCB. She's been on SNL, Veep, Mysteries of Laura. She's a web series darling, one of the eight most entertaining tour guides in New York City, according to NewYork.com. And she can tell you everything you need to know about chip card and EMV technology. Elise Brando, what's up? <laughs> that was the most beautiful intro I've ever had in my life. Thank you so much, Mike. Oh, Thanks it's a pleasure. Did I miss anything? You're a very accomplished uh, woman. I wanted to make sure I covered it all. Man, you got your P's and Q's. I got that. I'm ha- sorry, happy you had to do the research. I don't know. Maybe it was fun. <laughs> uh, this is part of my. This is part of my pleasure. Yeah, and the chip card stuff is a little inside joke. We'll keep between us. Keep the viewers uh, hoping, wishing they were friends with us. So. Uh, yeah, wow, well, they only knew. I know, I know. No, they don't want to know, let's be honest. Um, so I mentioned a lot of that stuff, and we'll get to a lot of the specifics of kind of the things you've done. Um, you've done a lot of high-profile stuff, a lot of really entertaining stuff, but give us a quick uh, synopsis. What are you up to now? Oh, right now? Um, right now, I'm kind of in like um, a w- next level. <laughs> okay, this all, sounds, this all might sound like BS. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, but I'm like trying to transition to the next level. I think like you can only learn so much from books, from what other people do, from seeing other things, but like, it's really, you're just learning every step of the way in this career because there's not one right or wrong way to do acting. There's just choices. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, I, I did a lot of improv. I did a lot of sketch comedy. Um, then I started doing a lot of web content and then, um, I got a really great rep. And I'm starting to go for television, for film, um, and I uh, is now starting to write, and I'm going to be starting to pitch as well mm. as act. A- acting kind of my first, like, I, I, I feel like I'm the strongest in acting, but, like, I'm starting to collaborate with people, and I'm starting to, I write a lot of my own stuff, which is fun for just uh, giggles. Um, and uh, I'm now getting asked to submit where I have to write the content that I perform. So, um, yeah. Double threat? <laughs> Something threatening. <laughs> I don't know. To myself. I'm harmful to myself. That's what it is. Oh, well, that's, I think that's uh, a sign of genius. I read that somewhere at one time, or maybe I'm well, just making that up. But uh, anyway, yeah, so, that, so that's cool. So that's exciting. <laughs> but you said, you mentioned the acting is kind of the first, your first love and kind of what you're best at. And that's why I brought you on the show with to talk about that. Um, one of my earlier episodes, my first episode actually was with a mutual friend of yours and mine, Bobby Kruger. Yes. Uh, we talked a yes. lot about kind of the process of, you know, getting representation and going on casting calls and all that stuff. So uh, my dear listeners, if you want to get a deep dive into that kind of the inside baseball of, of the biz, uh, make sure to check out that episode. But I want to talk to you about specific experiences on some of the things you've done. Um, I mean, you're right now performing at UCB, right? Um, I go in and out. I like, I was on a house that came there for a summer. It was fantastic. And now I perform in like specific shows there, specific shows that like, um, people outside come in and like UCB is like their venue for like six months. I come in and do shows like that. Um, I'm got a great community. Uh, so I get asked to do a lot of stuff and it's really awesome. And I'm in a, I'm in a place where like, uh, I, I, 
want to be more specific with what I say yes to just because I know that like I want to get to that next level Mm -hmm. and so like as long as it's like and you to me as a great community chock full of like talent and like good minds and good people and hustlers um but like now it's like one of those things like I have to like the project I do or the the sketch show or the improv show or the web series now has to like check off on several different like things down the list like it has to be like one do I like the content two um do I like the people I'm collaborating with like the time commitment uh three does it pay (laughs) wait that's important (laughs) maybe (laughs) I kind of like that now believe it or not I think I like when it happens yeah money money spoils people not oh no uh it's a beautiful thing i'm very grateful for when that does happen um a lot of these things though like instead of money it's incredible exposure that's great but then you get to a place where it's like and then also i'm union now so it's mm. like that can sometimes play a part as to like doing non-union or like the guidelines there um but it's it's interesting to me i um how i don't know i was talking to some director friends and stuff where like a lot of actors like You'll do a ser- you'll do a series, and um, everyone will get paid except for the actor. <laughs> like, that sounds like a little okay. bit of a raw deal. It's kind. It's kind. It's like well, you're paying the sound person because they're bringing the sound equipment and they have the skills, and you're you're paying like the DP because they have the camera and they have a set of skills. I feel like sometimes, um, not all the time. This is I'm I I just been through it a few times where uh, actors uh, they don't get the money sometimes for projects or sketches or one-offs or whatever but they've also come with like years of training and Mm. stuff like that that people sometimes forget that's negative that's negative i do a lot of things because i have now a great body of work or starting to build a good body of work because i have done some great stuff but i did it with really great people and i did it with really cool projects that got like that the internet like enjoyed so, like, I have no regrets in that end. But now I'm just in an area where it's like, oh, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> that's a good – and just for the record, you're not getting paid to be on here. I hope you're not expecting a check at the end of this, just FYI. <laughs> as, she hang, as she hangs up the phone immediately. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, see, this is, like, another thing where, like, we're collaborating. People, I'm finding about you, about all that. And I'm like, this is a damn exposure. So, like, that is getting paid in a sense. So, like – and it's just, like – yeah, so you have to check in with yourself, like what's important to you and what's not, like paying your bill or uh, going viral. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And you hope that one could help the other, but you never know. Um, yeah, I saw the one today. You were um, It was Paula Dean's first unaired uh, cooking episode. Uh, I saw that one. That made me laugh while I was eating uh, lunch earlier today. So good job on that. Make sure people check that out. Look it up on YouTube. What's Thanks. What's that process like? I mean, yeah, you see the final product. It's like a two-minute, three-minute, you know, short, or you're doing your web series, and feel free to name drop the ones that you're on um, that people can check out. Is that something where you're committing a week out of every month? Someone just gives you a call and says, hey, come to my place. We got this idea. We got a script. You're now starting to pitch stuff yourself. Do you wake up out of bed, you know, on a random Wednesday and think, you know what, today I'm going to try and make something? Uh, the web stuff, you know, we'll talk about your TV experience in a little bit, but the web stuff, because that's blowing up everywhere right now, how's it work? Oh, how does web stuff work? Uh, one, you like, for me, it was like I took a lot of classes at UCB. I, I did a lot of shows at UCB. 
Um, and then I like would just shows at the pit, and then I would like take classes outside. And you you accumulate a great community. You really get a lot of people. So there's a lot of people making a lot. They see you, they ask, and like, and then you hop on board. Um, it's now now it's um, how how is it? Um, I like uh, the series. Uh, my my a really great one that I really enjoy is Small Medium Tall. Uh, that's written by Sam Schechter and Daniel LaBelle and myself kind of collaborate with her on like the scripts themselves. But it was the in Split Cider. It was voted like the definitive best web series of 2014 list. We Fancy. were on that list. Whoa, there we go. There's the draft. <laughs> uh, so yeah, small, medium, tall, six Canada's girls. It was very easy to collaborate. It was very easy to come up with ideas and pitch ideas to each other. And then Sam would like write it and we would like help with the draft and then it would be really easy to film like three in a day because they were very short there's other web series that i've been um like the like lab rats that was like an older one that more episodes are going to start coming out hopefully other yeah, like it's an older web series it was on mashables on funnier die it's a great thing um but more episodes are in the can they just need to be put out into the world but that was more it was unscripted so we would come in and we would have like points that we would have to get to within the sketch or within that episode. The sort and of like curb your enthusiasm then, model kind of thing. Basically, it was like curb, but for five minutes. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And then I, I'll be like in just like a guest star, like um, uh, Simply Unemployable is a really great team of people that are at the pit and they're from Boston. Um, and they had uh, above average series that's, um, Broadway videos web series that's uh, SNL's um, it's SNL's like web content so you'll see SNL stars come in but then like you'll have a above average works with like specific like comedy groups like Simply Unemployable was a Boston group that they decided to work with do a run of a series and then I've worked with them before I worked with Richie who's part of the Simply Unemployable team on Veep and I've worked with Matt on stuff and other above average stuff so they had me on as a guest for a specific episode. So I, I guess a lot of sketches, which is really awesome, and a lot of web series, and I really appreciate that. And, like, as long as I can fit it in, I love it. There's another one coming out, I think, called Blast with Billy Bob Thompson, who I've done with with Low Budget Sketch Show. Low Budget Sketch Show was just in the AV Club because Georgia Hudson is the producer of it. She's fantastic. She can get really great exposure with it. Um the list just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, we'll so stop you there because you're just going to talk about what you're starring in for like the next hour and a half. That's going to take up all our time. I'm sorry. Let's stop. It's so it's each one is very different and very fine, good group of people. And um, yeah, it's kind of word of mouth, and you realize, oh, you really dig working with this person, and then you you go and do stuff. And then as far as um, I know, you asked. I think um, compared to doing my own stuff, that's what I kind of want to focus on now. Um, I kind of want like. As, as far as, like, keep auditioning, keep doing the day job, keep being in other people's uh, content, but also I want to kind of, like, have a voice and put more characters out there. I've done a lot of character reels. I've done a lot of character shows, uh, and I want to put that out there. Eventually, I would like to have a, a series, like, put on IFC or a series put on Comedy Central. Um, I've started working with a really uh, freelancer with good management that has, you know, really great ties with these great networks. So it's kind of, like, building a voice online so that I have something when I start to pitch. 
in the building. No, I mean, it's, it's exactly it. I mean, when you're starring on Comedy Central and my podcast has a million subscribers on iTunes, we'll have to do this again because both of us are planting seeds now to do it eventually. It's how, it's how it works. Mike, uh, can, can I be your Bill Murray and you read my David Letterman? Oh, <laughs> do, oh like one of your, that's, I mean, your first kill me now because it doesn't get any better than that. Shoot for the moon. That's what we're doing. Right. <laughs> exactly. The bar is set high. Um, you you really, quickly really you quickly mentioned something that I've always wondered about. Um, you know, taking classes at, at UCB. Um, people, I mean, people know by now kind of what UCB is uh, just because of all the famous names that have come out of there. But I think a lot of people misunderstand what it is because you can go there as a regular person and watch a show, but then you can go like yourself and kind of take classes. I mean, what's What's I mean performing there? You kind of touched on that already, but the actual educational process. Because to me, it's like, how do you teach comedy? Usually, to me, I just think that's the kind of thing where you're either funny or you're not, and it's hard to like break it down into a textbook. But I mean, what's a comedy class at UCB like? Um, take us behind sort of the the curtain of that. Sure, sure. Um, I think you always like what I always end up doing. Like I went to American Academy of Dramatic Arts, which is like I wanted to be Kira Knightley and I wanted to be like <laughs> the best in like Helen Heron and all that. And then I like kept getting laughed at when I would do like Kenneth Williams plays. And I was like, well, uh, something's happening here. Yeah, if they're um, laughing, maybe I should switch tracks a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I was like, okay. Um, I'll try this. I had some people say like, oh, you should, you should do this. And it was, it was horrifying. Um, I, the improv is what I started with. It's where a comedy class. I was like, it was an improv one-on-one class. And I was like, whose line is it anyway is what I've always watched as a child. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. But this is long form. This is 30 minutes of unscripted, just making it up on the spot, storytelling, crazy, amazing theater you're doing. Uh, so it was horrifying. Uh, going in because I was very, very scared. Like, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to improvise. Uh, I wanted to be Wayne Brady, not in... do this 30-minute Herald. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. And then you go in and you're like, there's these fundamentals that they give you, these building blocks, and you use those tools, and then you're just like, well, this is great. And then you're hooked, and then you learn how to make, like, lightning in the jar, and you, like, can see the matrix, and, like, it's all there, and you're Neo. And then there's other times where it's death. It's absolute death, and you do terrible, but you keep trying. Um, So it's both. But I think, like, you pick up those fundamentals, you get those in your bones, but you don't lose your sense of self, because that's where you started with to be with and mm-hmm. so you do both of those at the same time and like they kind of like help each other out like your own natural instincts along with like these rules and the truth and comedy these rules and comedy which are meant to be broken of course mm-hmm. but so give me give me a rule you. like i know the one like the one rule i think that's so mainstream now for improv is you know <laughs> never say no it's always yes and but give me something that maybe without giving away the whole curriculum, the whole syllabus, because I'm not paying tuition or whatever, but um, what's like one comedy rule that someone might not think you're being taught? You got to see the rest of the people on stage as geniuses, as like anything that comes out of their mouth. If they're trying to sell you a bag of poop in outer space, (laughs) it's got to be the smartest and funniest thing ever. And you're like, you not only say yes, be like, like a very powerful, joyous, grateful, yes, and, and like you make the other people look good on stage and then it just turns into something fantastic. 
And any little thing that like you might think is a mistake is actually a huge gift and like take your time with that. And like we have like it's like, oh, my gosh, we have this scene on the ranch. But then someone's talking about like Seattle coffee. It's like, nope, this is, we're bringing this in. We're going to treat this weird thing as a genius idea. And then it just makes really, really good substance. All right. Does that from, make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> from from one of the insiders, one of the the Jedi Knights of uh, of improv herself. Um, let's. Oh, I wish I was a Jedi Knight. I'm like, I'm very. Was it what's what's when he's young? Pat, the pa- Padawan. The Padawan Pat, yeah. I'm definitely just a Padawan. There are some elite Darth Vader's and line moves up there, like, <laughs> but I'm definitely Padawan. Ah, we're all um, Padawans, just trying to make it. <laughs> Let's talk. Um, let's talk SNL. You mentioned before you a little bit with it, your connection kind of through Broadway. Um, but you've been uh, give good face. I think was the, the one line I saw on your one of your bios online when I was doing some research for you. Uh, you started in a couple. You've been in a couple sketches. I think you were a small forward for Middle Delaware State. Uh, I remember that watching that one live. Um, take us. Uh, take us through what's it like being on the SNL set. You've done it a bunch of times. What are those tapings like? Because um, you hear people at what it's like to be in the audience, obviously, and they write blogs and everything about that. But what's it like when you're on on the actor side when it's Saturday night and you're live? It um, being live Saturday night, even the dress rehearsal, um, which is live, is well, like they do they time it out as if it's a live show and it's two hours longer than the actual show. And then in between 10 o'clock and 11.15, they cut a half hour of the show out. Um, it's an intense process. It is one of the most exciting things, I can tell you. Um, I've been doing it for four seasons, actually. Wow. I've been in a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I... Um, to be there, I, I, I... mean, Where do you want to start? Do you want to start being there? Do you want to start um, just... Uh, I guess I could start, like, I did improv outside of UCB as well, and I knew some people that had done background, and that blew my mind, because SNL has been it for me. Like, that's, I grew up on, like, the Will Ferrell, bra- like, bracket, like, cast. Yeah. Like, that was my cast, like, that I watched. And then, like, and then you would go back and Common Central used to do the reruns, and you would watch those, like, with, like, John Lovitz, and you would it just, yeah, like, oh, my gosh, like, Molly Shannon, Jerry O'Terry, <laughs> and, like, that's. I didn't go out. I stayed at home and watched Saturday Night Live and fell asleep halfway through. That was that was my ritual. Uh, but I just kind of I had on resume and being like, oh my gosh, I love this institution. I like kissed everyone's feet in the cover letter that I sent, <laughs> and then heard nothing. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Then a year later, they called and I missed the call, oh. and they booked somebody else. And I felt like they're rolling up and having like diarrhea at the same time i was like gonna die i was like oh my god you're kidding me like i was in the middle of the street like me buckled like that i was like no no uh but then they i just, I just imagine like that classic movie zoom out where it's like you're screaming and then it just keeps going higher and higher until it's like outer space the, like the camera shot yeah yeah i was in the west village it was crazy i was seeing like i was underground like, they, i got this call i was like oh whatever and like i go underground i'm in the west village and they answer and i was like what uh. <laughs> and then played the voice yeah hi, this is SNL. I want to know if you can do any background this week. And please give us a call at this. Thanks so much. And I was like, what? Terrible. So a year later or whatever, you were waiting, you missed the call, and then how did the happy ending come about? Okay, so then they started, they kept calling me and they kept liking me because I kept available. Um, and like, yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. I was, I was a showgirl before whenever they go backstage. Uh, when I think Tina and 
or when Seth was a head writer, one of the main gimmicks was when you when any of the guests and the camera follows the guests backstage, there's always a llama. Yeah. There is yep. a Joseph, there's an Abraham Lincoln, and there's two showgirls. And I got to be a showgirl. Like showgirls had happened before me, but then I went in and was a showgirl. And funny enough, Will's brother, when Will was in the cast, whenever they needed a Lincoln, they would call Will Ferrell's brother to do it, which is oh. kind of really fun. Uh, and then I was like, I'll be in classrooms. Or my, my the big thing that happened, uh, my first one was, the, so I've done a lot of them, not aired. So many that don't air that yeah. I do. Like, and that I'm in all the time. No and reflection on you, second. I'm sure. Oh, of course not. I was a genius. <laughs> um, but the first one that went to air was Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the host. Mufford and Sons were the guests, but it was a musical number. Um, and so I'm at the bar, and Mumford and Sons and Joseph Gordon-Levitt were in the same sketch. And it was, Mumford and Sons was like a fake, um, like a Beatles cover band. They were, uh, Hey Dude was the name of the of cover course, band. Naturally. So I got to meet all of them. They were fantastic. And Bill Hader was in it. He's a lovely person. Keenan's fantastic. I ended up always doing a show on his birthday. Um, eh, who else was in it? Uh, I, Fred was, Jason was in it. Jason Sudeikis was in it. And Joseph. So I'm at a bar, one other woman who I knew. And then it was just us two at the bar and like a couple people in the background and Rufford and Sons and then them at a table. And we had to sing You Had to Hide Your Love Away. We had to sing the chorus in between their dialogue. And then all of us together at the end of the sketch had to sing acapella and acapella and skip out into the audience and they went to commercial. It was insane. It was insane. I'm that's, not going to lie. It was I mean, that's insane. like a, yeah, that's a, an all-star crew of people to be just sharing a, a scene with, a room with. You're singing a Beatles song on live television with Mumford and Sons in the cast of SNL and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and you're skipping and dancing out of Studio AH, it's like, I mean, like, I was, yeah. And then like, so many great things have happened, but probably the coolest thing, because um, like now I just do it because it helps to check. I know the people, they like me, they trust me to the point where I uh, worked on the 40th anniversary. Um, yeah. was really, really great. Uh, got to work for the show there, so like I would like sit in for Kristen Wiig or I'd sit in for Amy Poehler. They would, like, I would do the cues, I would do the lines. I had to read with Jerry Seinfeld. I had to read with like a lot of people because not all the stars came in at that time. Um, and it was just really neat to work with all those people. And then I got to actually be in the audience for the show and I actually got to go to the after party. And it was like, yeah, really seeing your, just, seeing your pictures and your, on your social media for that night, I was super jealous because I was in my pajama pants at home watching on my couch and you're there like next to Bill Murray. Yeah, I met Bill Murray. I danced with Bill Murray. Is what happened. I oh. danced to Uptown Funk with Bill Murray. I, Story I time. I is he a good dancer or a bad dancer? <laughs> How did that happen? I need to know right now. The listeners need uh, to know. He he has got, of course, Bill Murray is ever is everyone's. He's one of the most credible. He, I don't know. National, I, I national treasure. He, he he strikes a lot of chords in my soul, and I I I am I. He means the world uh, as a as a body of work. Also, like. This is, he's an outlook on life, um, but he's got that like relaxed, easy, up for anything, very present, positive vibe about him. So I was dancing on the floor with some cast, some of the crew, some of the people I've worked with. Um, the whole night was coming to an end. Questlove was 
playing uh, count of songs. So we're all kind of dancing like you would at a wedding. And then out of nowhere, nowhere, like Bill Murray comes in and like just starts dancing. Like you're dancing with your uncle at a wedding and we're all like <laughs> losing our minds. And I was just like, what? What? Like, yeah. Um, and then some, here's, here's the Bill Murray part of it. So he's dancing. We're just having a good, everyone's dancing. Everyone's at Jack Albanagas is dancing. Everyone's dancing. Um, and then someone breaks a wine glass. Oh, who cares? You know, it's party foul. Whatever. We're fine. Right. So then Bill Murray, like, disappears. And I'm like, well, no one can take that away from me. So yeah, it was fun while I it lasted. Die now. Uh, but then he comes back with a dustpan and broom, <laughs> sweeps it up, takes it away, and comes back and continues to dance and says nothing. Wow. Just, I mean, it was, it, yeah. Hasht- hashtag it, Bill Murray. Hashtag Bill Murray, yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Awesome. So, the well, whole, I, so I'm really grateful for the team there. I'm really grateful for the people. I'm uh, I'm really lucky to get to do that. Um, do you get really to go cool. to any of uh, a lot of the after parties after the regular shows, or is that not part of the of the gig for you? And that's not really a part of the gig for me. Um, background actually like doesn't really get to do a lot of that stuff. I've also got friends in writing there. I've also got friends in production there, and so that's. Um, people in production I have done, I've collaborated with on like sketches and like sketch theories with, and then the writers I know because other writers have written films that I've been in and they saw. And so we started and I've actually with some of the people like Bashir and like used to coach an improv team I was on. And then her and I were up for a callback in a commercial together. And then like Bobby, I've seen like on stage numerous times. And so like, you just start to like, and then, like, yeah, so it's a long time coming. But um, I uh, I got to go to the after party because um, one of the people in production that I knew didn't want to go. So, um, anyway. Take take it. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be talking about that. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be talking about that. Maybe, maybe, actually, maybe that should be cut away. <laughs> TMZ scoop we'll here on the Mike Janela Show. Um, so you get to interact uh, with a lot of these – so you get to interact with a lot of these people, both the ones that folks know and see, you know, you read with Jerry Seinfeld, et cetera, and also the ones kind of behind the scenes. Who, Who's the funniest person in a non-performance way? Like obviously when the light's on, some people are just, they're funny, they can perform, they can vamp. Other times when you're just kind of sitting and there are no cameras rolling and it's not for show, it's just kind of hanging out, you know, backstage waiting to killing time. Who's the funniest person you've met kind of in those situations that we might not expect, or maybe that we would expect? Bill and Fred, yeah. Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anytime Bobby I listen to like a podcast with Bill on it or something or a talk show, I just feel like he'd be so cool to hang out with, like at the bar or something. Yeah, both of them. They're they're the nicest. Um, everyone, everyone's treated me so well there. Um, I've I've never, I've never had um, a, a bad experience. Um, the other like social media like the other like media i've heard where there was a bad experience was with justin bieber and like i i i uh heard about it uh you can actually read about it but like he was just like not the best um mm-hmm. yeah so let's not be let's not get negative uh no let's not get negative here he's uh he's a wonderful man he's done a lot of great things and he has great instagram accounts so uh <laughs> but what else uh what were we saying uh yeah bill bill and fred they're, they're very very nice bobby's really really nice um, Sheer is very chill. She's so sweet. 
the sweetest person. Uh, Kate, so sweet as well. She's very nice. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're good groups. I mean, a lot of them are working though. Like they like mm-hmm. they have like a big shoes to fill, and they're blocking out a multi-cam live guest show. And you don't do it until Friday night for the live show the next day. They really put all of the creation like a lot. So the first, so the beginning of the week, there's a lot of pitching. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, you're doing table reads. I'm not there for any of that. Thursday night, I'll do some pre-tape stuff. Friday, I'll do some blocking. Pre-tape. Friday night, you do blocking, and then Saturday, you're there all day, kind of like stumbling through the seventh version of a sketch. Yeah. So they have a lot of pressure and a lot to focus on. Um, but they're 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 just great people. Jay's really nice. They're, they're all nice. Yeah, I, mean, I figure you don't get to that point. It's not like, you know, the Chevy Chase days where, you know, if you were an ass, people wouldn't never know about it. Now it's kind of like, if you're not nice, you're going to find out. And you don't hear anything bad about a lot of those people. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, they keep you, it real profesh, really. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep it profesh. Um, do you still do the Sex in the City tours? I sure do. <laughs> Tell us about that. So explain what you are. You're a tour guide for the Sex in the City tour, right? And there's got to be... <laughs> You got to be meeting crazy like Midwestern house moms who are here for the thrill of their life, and they decided in New York to take this. Or, I mean, what's what's the day in the life like uh, when you're on the mic on one of those buses? Um, it's it's a good job. It's a good job, but it's a lot of energy for four hours. Um, that's the one thing where like, you have to be ready to like in, because you're essentially. I feel like I am doing educational sightseeing stand-up is what it would be. Um, mm. You're on a bus. You have 55 grown adults. Most of them are European women in their 40s. I have their minds to be on this tour. And that's the one good thing. One, Sex and City is a fun, witty, fun, like, it's a, it's a thing now. It's, like, more than a show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's it's a cult. cult yeah. Like, a cult. It's a life. It's a way of it's being. A thing. It's a life. Um, and, like, people are excited. Like, I used to wait tables. I waited tables for five years. And that was a hard job because you're not getting people that are excited about what the prices to the menu, three, uh, the conditions or the service or the time or how long we had to wait. But these people know, like this job, you're like, oh, no, they're going on a Texas City tour. And they're excited about it. And it's lovely. It's a really fun experience. Um, it's really great. Like SNL is really great. And it's really so exciting and this is also really great because i i do get to make a lot of people laugh and i get to show them really great parts of new york um and we we do fun things uh we start at 11 we go to a sex store we buy dildos we (laughs) go (laughs) so we go show them the inside of restaurants when no one's there we go uh we go shopping uh, on bleaker street we cupcakes we drink cosmos and like we see new york city it's pretty cool. And Dil- then, like, those Cosmos and cupcakes. That's just another day's work for you, is what you're saying when you boil it down. I don't indulge in the cupcakes anymore. I, uh, <laughs> I can't. I, can't. I, I wish uh, on special occasions. <laughs> Fair enough. And it's, well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's like 40 bucks or something for it. So, well worth it to get you for four hours. I mean, I'd pay twice that. Aww. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's 49 in. I think if you buy at the at the at the bus, it's forty five for a ticket, and uh, but it's a it's a half a day, and you you see you go down Fifth, you do West Village, you see Soho, you see a little meat packing, you see like um, Lower East Side, you go up Park Avenue South, so you cover a lot of New York, uh, and it's 
you see beautiful neighborhoods in New York that like if I was like my first time out of Virginia going to New York City, I would probably just be staying in Times Square the whole time and right. never make it to these other places. All right. Well, you're doing the good you're doing the good fight uh, for these uh, these out of towners coming in, showing them the real New York. Um, all right, at least well, we've we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, I'm just gonna wrap it up here because I don't want to keep you too long. Like we've covered you, have a very busy lady. But I want to do a little rapid fire round for you. So we're gonna just give you okay. a, a couple either ors, and you tell me. You can explain your decision if you want. You can just give your answer and move on with it. So you let me know. Ready? Okay. Go ahead. Right. Amy or Tina? Oh. I die. I quit. I lose the game. <laughs> yeah, you're um, out on question one. Um, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I love them all. I love. I love them all. Uh, 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 no, I lose that question. Next. Uh, all right. Uh, which uh, Which is your favorite Sex in the City character? I wouldn't say oh, that. Not your yeah. favorite. If you could be one for a week, which one would you be? Samantha, that's yeah. crazy. Everybody wants <laughs> to be the Samantha, right? I, you're like, it's under those circumstances, for just a week, the Samantha Jones, king of the world. Because you'd know that after a week, no matter how bad it got, you could at least bail on the lifestyle. You'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think Samantha, like, she just she just cut and dry. She, right. knows, she knows what she wants. She makes a play. She gets the day. She's done. Like, she's, Boom. Yeah, In and out. Great. And thanks for coming. Um, yeah. You get to win one award at some point in your career. Which award would you want to win? Oh, oh man. I would love to win um, Best Ensemble. Best on, I would love to be a part of a Best Ensemble award, either in a film or a television series. Team player. People say that, they never mean it. You actually mean it. I, I'm always looking for a comedy family, and you only work on these projects for so long, only for a week. For hours, for a day, for a month, for three months. If you're lucky, you get on Parks and Rec and you work for like so many seasons. Um, but you have a team and you get to come back to it. That's the nice, that's the bad thing about acting and the great thing about it is you get to, like, you don't always get to stay. Like, to work on Veep was the coolest thing that I've ever done. And it was just for, it was like for five days or something. Yeah. We didn't even touch on that. I was didn't know if we'd have time. Give me give me the synopsis of Veep, uh, Julia, and and all of them. Give me that in like thirty seconds. Oh gosh, uh, the nicest people treat you with such respect. Great circumstances. They have their the rehearsal process and the, the, the script writing process is. I got to see it behind the scenes, so I know why it's so seamless and fast and beautiful. It, it was one of my favorite television shows before. I was on it, and I could not. It blew my mind that I got called to even be considered. Um, I, I worked with them in their rehearsal process um, for episode seven and eight. And what they will do is they'll have a first draft. We'll do a, like a, a table read. Um, I'll play the people that are not the core cast, and then we do some improv on the script. The writers are there. They take all this into consideration. They bump up what we did to like two more notches, and then you're getting this really fine, tight, awesome with like five jokes happening simultaneously yeah. like very subtly so um but like and then working on set they had time to like use what everyone was bringing and making it the best um it was an incredible experience i hope that i get to go back um but if i don't if, if they would let me brush the wings i would be happy about that i would <laughs> give it great 
No, it's, I mean, maybe my favorite comedy on TV right now. I can't wait till it comes back. All right, last rapid-fire question, then. If you can get a drink tomorrow night with anybody from that cast, who would you take out? Oh, from Veep? Yeah. Well, I'm actually friends with now um, Sam Richardson. He's fantastic. Um, oh, nice. Great guy. He's got he's got a new show, a pilot that just got filmed in Detroit with Kim Robbins. Or Kim Robinson? Right. Kim Robinson. Right. That's an L. I'm right, right? I'm like totally blanked now. Uh, uh, I don't know. You're, you're the fact checker on this one. Uh, oh, oh, good, good. Now, now I feel terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's doing it with Jason Sudeikis, who's producing it for Comedy Central, uh, the pilot of Detroiters. Um, I hope it gets picked up. Uh, he's just one of the loveliest people. Um, but uh, Tim, who plays Jonah, is fantastic. Um, Anna, who plays Amy, is fantastic. Reed, who plays Dan, is fantastic. Julio is great. Um, what 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 uh, starstruck me though was uh, Hugh Laurie. I didn't think Hugh Laurie was going to be there, and I, yeah. I met Hugh Laurie. I said words with Hugh Laurie, and that was pretty exciting. Everyone's fantastic. I would, yeah, I, I can't pick another hard one. I lose that question. No, you're the worst um, podcast guest ever. You're never coming back here again. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, last. I'm probably- Last thing, okay, for you, last thing for you, at least question I ask uh, everybody that comes on the show. You get to give just 10 seconds of advice, and I'm going to cut you off at a hard 10. So make those words count. Uh, 10 seconds of advice for anybody listening that may want to be in your shoes. What is it? Oh, God. They, oh, no. All right. 10 seconds that wants to be in my shoes? Yep. Um, persistence, uh, pers- persistence, positivity, patience. Uh, and, uh, working on own stuff, like your, like your own projects that really resonate with you specifically. That's 12 seconds. We'll let it slide. (laughs) Tell the people, (laughs) tell the people where they can find you. Give them uh, your Twitter handle, your YouTube channel, anything like website. Where can they look at your stuff? Oh my gosh. Um, you can find me at www.elisebrando. So it's E L Y S E. B R A N D A U dot com. Uh, and then my Twitter is at Elise Brando. My Instagram is at Elise Brando. YouTube of Brando. It's a weird name, so I might as well just keep <laughs> using that weird, awful name. <laughs> you, you own it. You got to own it. And you can obviously check out. No, uh, I'll put I love that all it. Up. It's a good name. It is. It's unique. You want a name that stands out. And um, I'll put that all up on MikeChanel.com. So obviously, folks listening, if you want to head to my website, yeah, if you missed any of Elisa's uh, handles and stuff there, we'll, we'll have that for you. All right, girl. Well, thanks for coming on. This was really fun. And uh, and best oh, of luck man. with everything the rest of the, the summer and beyond. Oh, my gosh. You too. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. This has been great. All right. Best sounds great. All right. Thank you. Take all right. care. All right. Sir. Bye. All right.